live on Discovery Paranormal. How are you doing out there, y'all? And I really want to know, like, it's not just kind of a rhetorical question. I really want to know how you do. So, like, you have to ask yourself, am I doing okay? Because in this world, the things that we know as crazy aren't uh, necessarily viewed as crazy anymore. And then, you know, they start making all these rules that you have to believe in things. <laughs> you, have to, you have to believe in unicorns. And I do. <laughs> I, I Just because nobody has one in front of them doesn't mean that they never existed. So not, I'm talking about some magical unicorn, just a unicorn. Sure. I'm sure that could have happened at some point throughout uh, uh, evolvement. All right, anyway. But in the real world, <laughs> you you have to traverse it. You have to muck through the muck and mire and the mud and watch out for people, man. Every time you turn around, there's always some weird, weird attack. Somebody punching somebody out and killing them and all this. Just madness. It's madness. That that you have people that have no no like limitations when it comes to violence and, and using it on you, the unsuspecting person just standing there. Now, as far as I'm concerned, this is every day. I mean, I, I grew up on Long Island and, and in New York City around Brooklyn, Queens, the Bronx. Not really Staten Island, you know, there's a big ass bridge and <laughs> It costs a lot of money to cross that bridge. <laughs> so if you really don't, if you don't have a reason to go to Staten Island, you don't go to Staten Island. The only time I've been there is uh, when I had friends that had bands and they played clubs in Staten Island. I will say this about Staten Island. They have awesome pizza. Not as good as the pizza on the mainland. <laughs> you know, well, you know, not as good as the pizza to the north or whatever it is, east. Brooklyn, Brooklyn, I don't know. You can get good. The, the thing about Long Island and New York City and the Five Bros, you can get good pizza like anywhere. Really good pizza. And then it's really up to you what, what you think is great. You know? So whatever. When It's when you leave those places, you, that's when things get challenging. And then those pizza places become few and far between. I've got to travel 45 minutes to get a good pie. 45 minutes each way. And it's worth it. And it is the snow and the ice. It takes double the amount of time. And it's worth every mile. Every frozen, frozen mile. Anyway. <laughs> That's me. That's a me. Uh. <laughs> you just figured my you just figured me out. Anyway, so so but how are you doing? I mean, I hear all kinds of stuff from people. They're flipping. They're flipping. And they're looking for reasons to flip. You see, I have a theory on rich people. The, the richer that they are and the lesser they have to do, the more they have time to sit around thinking of crazy stuff, <laughs> trying to force it on others. There's that. Poor people. Basically, middle class anyway, spend all their time thinking about their bills and how they're going to pay stuff, and that preoccupies their thoughts, so they don't think about stuff that doesn't matter. 
unicorns and all. All right. And then the super poor kind of just sitting around thinking, like, damn, what am I gonna do? And they're sitting around, they got welfare, they don't got nothing to do. And they're thinking of crazy stuff too. But they're poor, so they can't do anything about it. They can't they can't they can't get anywhere to do crazy stuff necessarily unless they snap. People are snapping on all levels, you know, poor, middle class, rich. So the mental conditioning is not restricted to any kind of group, even though the people with the least have the biggest burden to carry emotionally uh, uh, and and also with with restrictions. And oddly enough, the, the group that has the least ends up paying the most when it comes to anything. You know, you go to that dollar store, you think you're getting a deal. You're not. You know, you know, you know you're, you're getting a dwindled down product and they charge you more for the smaller box. You know what I mean? So, yeah, it's that. It's that. And then also the, the highest interest rates because they're the biggest risk group that's out there. So it often comes down to credit. I was watching this old Shakira that she's going to be, uh, they want to stick her in jail for eight years. In Spain, right? Because he didn't pay her taxes. And man, how many how many child molesters and, and murderers do you think walk out the door after like six months in like in that place? And then there it is, taxes. America is the same way. You you mess up on your taxes, man. You're going. You're going in. Jokes on them. Three meals a day. Nice place to stay. People to hang out with. Got a workout room. You know that it ain't club med, but it's it's something. If you're gonna commit those crimes, make sure you hover in that white that white collar realm. They seem to get treated the best. You don't want to get lumped up in that blue collar. <laughs> yeah, I wasn't like that. Anyway, we gotta talk about past lives. So why am I talking about all this? Because I worry about the world. I worry about this. There's new energy coming that people are gonna really have to. Take a grip, a grip, and don't focus on the bigger thing. Focus on you, yourself, the person next to you, the person, the people that you love, your little fur babies. Focus on protecting them and shielding them from that outside world. Because the outside world, there's not really much you could do about it. it it's uh a freight train out of control. There's not much you can do about it. There's things that are in motion that aren't going to stop. So when when it gets like that, I know there's a lot of people that are paying attention to everything on the at its highest level. You know, all these negative things going on out there in the world. But you just have to compartmentalize and and put yourself in that box and say, hey, you know. I'm here with my people, with my loved ones. I'm going to take care of this and have everything that I need. I'm supplying everything to them that they need. And that's all that there needs to be. That's your quota. You know what your quota is every month. You know what you got to do. You know what you got to get a hold of. However you have to get a hold of it. You know what you got to do. Governments and all that, these politicians, they don't live your life. They don't know what the hell they're They don't even know what they're doing. These people don't even run anything or do anything or own businesses or nothing. You know, they're telling you what to do. <laughs> oh, my God. Yeah. They they don't walk in your shoes. So, past life dreams. Man, I've had them. I've had the visions. So, 
you know, we've talked about past life regression on the show before, and we've talked about uh, children being born and when they're very young, having like basically total recall of their past life. And they, one kid named that he was a pilot and gave the bomber group and the name of the plane. And he was like three years old, three and a half years old. And having all this information at that age is crazy. What are you doing at three years old? Three and a half. You're lucky you're spouting out anything intelligent. So, you know what? I believe in that fully because I've had those experiences myself. I know, I kind of know when when I died and, and I don't remember the whole past life. The, the most, the, what I remembered was that, that moment of, of death. Believe it or not. So lucky, lucky me <laughs> sitting there thinking of that. Sometimes I close my eyes and I see it like these visions, man, you know, and then, you know, when you're young, they all tell you about heaven and hell. And I came from a Catholic family mainly. And that's all about, all about that. It's really about money. Money, 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 money. Here's my collection plate. Give me some more money. I like your kid. And we meet with him later on. Money. Yeah, Catholics. The Catholic Church. So, but they do what they do. Are they bad because they're Christians? No. <laughs> they're bad because they're bad. They're bad because they do bad things. People are bad because they do bad things. You are what you do, right? You do bad things. So it depends what level bad as to what level we want to keep people off the streets. Even that is murky these days on who gets put away and who doesn't. I think that a criminal is a criminal no matter what color they are. They need to be locked up. So I've got a streak, the streak that runs through me of zero bs <laughs> my, and that comes from my past lives i think i don't know i, I had a really good psychic one time david Starr. he uh he would do the kabbalah and then you know we do the circle and then he would tell me about what kinds of past lives i had here and there he'd laugh at me he'd laugh he laughed he was like you you're an irish woman who got stoned to death i'm like do you mean i was an irish woman who got stoned or stone, or stone, stone to, to death. He's like, I got stoned to death because of my big mouth. You know, my Native American name is Howling Coyote. <laughs> so, so yes, there's the thing there. You know what? There's, there is, uh, uh, a pattern, you know, boom, to people's lives for what you are now and what you were then, and what you're going to be in the future. Hey, do you actually think that the future is not already in motion? You think that this reality right here, the one you're sitting there right in your skin, touching yourself, that reality, you think that reality is the only reality? Or it's one, I shouldn't say only, it, it's uh, it, it's like a you know, film a little cell in the film, you know, like a film cell. I don't know people know about film. All right, it's like a video clip. <laughs> you know, how's that? It's a digital file, goddammit. Just a little sliver. Yeah. Little tiny sliver. And you're in it. This is the one that you're kicking and breathing and whatever. Do you think that the decisions that you make are already a pattern and it's already going in that direction? 
and basically whatever kind of decisions you make are sort of in the same realm, right? You're making decisions in your little paddle boat, but you're going down the same river. <laughs> you know, that's it. You're on that river. No matter how you paddle, no matter what decisions you make, you're still on the river, right? So it's like that, the streams of reality and where you are and then your purpose for that. What's your purpose? So I'm told that we're here to learn, to learn all kinds of shit. Yeah, I've learned all kinds of, and um, some of it I could have lived without. <laughs> Certainly. Some of it uh, I accepted happily, joyfully. So, such as my love of pumpkins, man. That's all you need to know. Yes, pumpkins. So, it really comes down to your life. So, I'm told that people can carry over bad traits or, or unfinished business, we'll say, from their past life into this life. And then, you know, pass that on to your next life. The things that you don't work on, the things that, and you know what your problems are. You don't need someone, you don't need someone, you know what your problem is. You know what you should do. I was in, I was a 15 year relationship. You know that. You know what your problem is. You know what you should do. Yep. Be single. <laughs> yes. This is the deal for you. What are you doing? You know, I mean, are you are you judging yourself unfairly? Are you looking at other people? And you should never, never compare yourself to others because you're not them. They're not you. You know, don't even have to say, oh, I wish I wish I had what they had or whatever. Hey, work for those goals. You know, it's America or UK or Australia, whatever you are, you can work for those goals. You know, maybe not in some of those places out there. <laughs> you know, it's hard. It's harder. There's always positive goals to work for uh, that end overall, right? But when it comes to those past life, past life dreams, basically, is the essence of the show. And having having these dreams, let's say dreams, visions. But I'm more talking about while you're asleep, having these dreams. Dreams are very telling. Your your subconscious takes over. You're relaxed. Everybody around you is sleeping too, except me. You know, <laughs> if you people like me, we're awake all night. But really, I think that when everyone does fall asleep and all that that energy dies down, that's when that spirit world opens up. That's when uh, those other realms, you know, the bridges get built and that type of stuff making connections, out-of-body experiences, traveling, astral traveling, whatever you want. Whatever, man. Whatever. I could tell you all kinds of stuff I experienced when I was a kid. Who knows what's real and what's a dream? But the dreams, the dreams is your brain telling you something. It's processing information. You know, we have so much of it, especially now. You know, when I was young, we only had like 11 channels of TV, and they all sucked. So information wasn't wasn't constantly bombarding you because you're supposed to go out and play, <laughs> do do stuff outside, go go hang out with your friends, hide and seek. Something doesn't exist anymore. 
hide and seek. I take off, go to the candy store, get myself a scratch off ticket, and one of those blue sodas in a mad a mad magazine. <laughs> I was 10 year old buying scratch off tickets. The guy was happy to sell them to me. And I used to win all the time too. My friends always wonder where I got all my money from. I was like a kid. I was like scratch off tickets. <laughs> <laughs> that doesn't work anymore, I don't think. I think the odds are a bit different. But anyway, I don't do scratch. That was a childhood thing. <laughs> that now alcohol was my teenage years. <laughs> I gave that up for I was 21. So who are you? What are you? What kind of visions have you had when you were young? Do you remember? Do you remember anything coming through? Uh, dreams or visions or, you know, you thought you were somebody else. Sometimes I wake up saying people's names. I don't even know who the hell they are. I wake up and I, I actually write it down. It's like a technique. You know, if you hear those names, you write it down. Who knows? Sometimes those people are speaking to me and they wanted me to remember their name after I woke up, which is amazing to begin with. And you write it down. You know what good it does? None. But it's just something to do. <laughs> it's something to keep track of, right? You never know who these people are and where they're kind of where they're gonna pop up. And, or or they have some message for you, or you have some message for you, right? So but past life dreams, they're they're not like normal plain old REM state dreams or you know, twilight dreams, or even cognitive, you know, precog, what we call precog dreams of dreams of the future, dreams of things that are going to happen. A lot of people confuse precog with deja vu. Deja vu happens primarily when you are awake. You know, when you're asleep, you're not really having that deja vu. You can chalk that up to precog. Uh, but when it comes to, to deja vu, having those moments that you feel like you already lived right then and there i've had those moments where i can like just tell you what's going to happen next and it happens that's how accurate they could be and, and uh and happen often also they're supposed to happen supposedly when you're on the right track whatever the hell that's supposed to be. really in terms of reality what is the right track mm -hmm. For me, it's whatever makes me happy. <laughs> That's it. I've gotten really simple in all these times, in all these years, you know. My birthday the other day, I've gotten very simple with my outlook. So, all right. So basically, you know, we're going to discuss seven unmistakable qualities of past life dreams. What they could do for you, what you can use it for, how do you know you've had one, whatever. So, I've also had this is going to sound weird, uh, and, and it could be the past because it doesn't have to be like a past on the earth necessarily. And it could be, you know, there could have been a civilization advanced and all that with technology a million years ago, and they did themselves out, and along came all this other stuff and whatever, and they grew over, and you wouldn't even know it. You know what I mean? I don't know. I wasn't there. Maybe. <laughs> Probably. <laughs> I don't know. That's it. I'm, I'm just blowing my fucking thing away. I wasn't there, officer. <laughs> yeah. Well, how do you how do you know you weren't there? How do you really know? 
because I think I wasn't there. Are you thinking you weren't there or were you there not there? Where are you? I don't know. <laughs> Stop asking me questions. Ah! <laughs> you know? So, all right. So I had these dreams of like, uh, it was on Mars, I think. <laughs> but it was a future type of civilization. People had uh, uh, futuristic clothing. It wasn't like normal clothing that you would see and whatever. And I don't know. They're all real thin and know, a whole bunch of things that kind of stand out. And also when you walk, I, I was able to, to kind of bounce and go way up high <laughs> and come back down again. And I didn't splat on the ground like I would have here on the earth so yeah this is crazy stuff like that those dreams i had when i was a kid and then they were recurring dreams it wasn't that's a thing too it wasn't like a one-off you know you have this dream of this or whatever these this is like you you feel like it's real you you it draws an emotion out of you but it's not like a standard normal dream dream so the dreams that show historical detail when you're dreaming of dreams like that, regular dreams will generally have only places, people, and things that are familiar to you in your current life. It makes sense. You dream about what's familiar. You'll know you're starting to tap into a past life when the dreams involve historical settings. You know what? George Washington just came, sat down next to you, asked you if you could buy him a beer. Cheap, cheap bastard. Or uh, if they're wearing period clothing. <sighs> Sorry. Struck a negative chord <laughs> inside <laughs> somewhere in there. In fact, it's entirely possible that you'll dream of being at significant events in history. I was there when Lincoln was shot in the head. Ruined the whole play for me, it did. Got blood on me. The details will be clear, and so will the sensation of having been there before. On uh, ever do that? You ever walk into a place and you've never been there as far as you know, but you know that you've been there. You know that it was, it's so familiar to you that you know you know the town, you know the the building that you went in, you know it, right? I've been through that in uh, Walmart. <laughs> been through that every store. I swear to God, no matter where it is. On a few occasions, uh, you know what? You can have like vivid dreams of the past, and people are trying to give you a message, or you know, have some kind of like uh, back and forth, some some message for you. You're dreaming it for whatever reason. Unless your brain is just, you know, wired, wired like that. So it'll be just a familiarity with that time frame and also recurring. I'm going to say it keeps coming back because I've been through these things and, and almost like end to end and not, not like the same dream over and over again. The same place, the same people, the things going on, but it, but the, a continual continuation, uh, you know, from one scene to the other. Really, I mean, like a movie. 
like stopping a movie, you wake up and then you're going back into it. So, so all right, number two, you don't look or act like yourself. Now, this is a weird thing because I know people who do like the past life, uh, you know, regression, all that. And when you're, if you're in one of these dreams and you can control somewhat what you do, look into a mirror and see what you look like that that's like a weird thing you want to be weird that's weird right? just saying so basically if you've had a dream where uh you know you're seeing or experiencing through the eyes of someone else i mean <clears throat> it could be your voice it could be you know, whatever the way you you are you're you're a female one now you're a man big stinky guy big boots on or something Big boys in boots, and you're like, oh, I was a little female. <laughs> a dream where you uh basically were someone else, living living a life, dealing with people that are familiar to you, but yet you don't know them as far as you know, right? It's a very common sign of a past life dream. The majority of dreams will place you as the primary point of view, and you'll look as you do in this life. Most of the time, you're inside your body or your head looking out and watching the dream unfold as you move it. Yeah, we call that the point of view, certain industries. Uh, in a past life dream, though, you may see yourself as a different gender, age, race, religion, whatever. You're waking up. You said, I didn't look anything like myself, but I knew it was me. It's an excellent indication that you had a past life dream. But what do you gather about that dream? That's the most important thing, is the information. Information. So additionally, in karmic dreams, you often exhibit behavior that's unlike you. You know, like, and you know, go gamble, right? But you don't gamble. For me, it would be at a buffet. You know what I mean? You never, ever find me at a buffet. If I'm at a buffet, I'm having some weird freak out. <laughs> Something going on. You see me at a buffet, call 911. Mike Langley finally lost it. He's up there at the Golden Corral licking the chocolate statue. <laughs> you know, call, call somebody. <laughs> Please. Uh, so one of the coolest things that could actually happen after karmic dreams is that the skills you dream about and talents begin to manifest in your daily life. All of a sudden, uh, you can play the piano, right? or you want to, or you have an affinity to, you're drawn to it. Usually, the people that, that have such heavy interests, they're drawn to these things life after life after life, you know, because this ain't the last one. And then the next one's not the last one. I mean, whatever the last one is, I don't know. Because energy, energy transcends, you know? So if you wake up one day and, you know, you can do martial arts or something. Or maybe you can fly, you know, or there's a unicorn in your living room. I don't know. <laughs> Whatever. That's your freak out. That's yours. I got different ones. Number three, they are repeating and unchanging. See? Just like we talked about. Regular dreams jump from one scene to another. They also have a rather fast pace, and when remembering or telling them to others can seem a bit random. The majority of people aren't deeply or consistently connected with their higher selves 
through uh, the subconscious. So chaos reigns in our dreams, right? It's chaos. When you dream that you're cleaning the kitchen, and I've I've never had a dream of cleaning the kitchen. Never. What is that weird? <laughs> Bathrooms either. Uh, I wonder if that's just a common <laughs> dreams that you're cleaning the kitchen. Hmm. And you walk through the door into your office where there's a birthday party happening, and the Pope is there, and you're naked. And you're naked, you sick bastard. How dare you? How dare you? The hope the Pope fed you. Pizza and drinking wine. Sick. But that's totally normal, accepted in your subconscious mind because your subconscious mind makes a business out of messing with you. I'm going to mess with you. It's waiting for you to go to sleep. Go to sleep. I'm going to mess with you. You're not going to believe what I got planned tonight. You're not going to wake up. You're going to remember this one for the next 19 years. Whoa. You know, that subconscious mind is waiting for you. It knows what you did. (laughs) It's going to call you out. It knows what you want. You're trying to reject it in your brain. But your subconscious mind says, you can't lie to me. I'm here for you to show you what freak you are all right so but if you have a past life dream coming through the events are logical and there is a sense that you aren't in control of what's happening this is because your subconscious mind isn't creating this dream the source is higher so you are truly an observer here and when your dreams recur which they will they'll do often which is another sign, those, like I said before, those recurring dreams. You know, you watch the same sequence events each time with a little no variation or no ability or influence, but I'm saying there's a continuation also. So, yeah. Number four, your strange quirks and behaviors are finally explained. <laughs> oh, man, people have been trying to trying to do that all those psychiatrists everybody psychotherapist psycho 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 wrong they're all wrong <laughs> you know what's wrong is is uh is like that relationship therapy basically when things are have gone awry they're there and they're there for a reason and those reasons don't get undone just because you sit in front of somebody that might have some some things that they think you can do to solve the problem. And, uh, you know, they charge you a lot of money to do it, and then nothing really ever happens. And then that, then that becomes, you know, cannon fodder. So, yeah, just just thinking of that for some reason, I don't know. So your strange quirks and behaviors are explained. In your current life, you've developed into a complete person with fully formed personality. But we all have those odd quirks and beliefs and superstitions that don't seem to match anything else about us. So, you know, having fear of stuff is real. But what's the real reason to have the fear? Oh, if you have fear of water, okay, you got fear of water. There, you know, but is there like, you know, drowning in water and that not necessarily 
fear of drinking a glass of water, but fear of drowning. How's that? If the fear isn't the water, the fear is drowning. <laughs> so people don't want to drown. Like people have a fear of heights, but it's really a fear of falling rather than a fear of heights, right? So, I mean, that's that's very interesting. But in your past life, how you die might have been a really horrible, brutal death. And then you're going to carry that over and you're not going to like whatever the hell that thing's about. And you even go there. There are things that, that will bring you back, send you into a time warp. You know, really, I've experienced this, and I will share it with you. So I believe that in my past life, I was killed in, in a war in a jungle, and then that was the time of Vietnam, right? And, and that year, tens of thousands died. In, in that year I was born. So it, it makes sense. But when I was a kid, all through those years, up to about seven or eight years old, the last time I had those visions is that I was laying there. I was some kind of pilot. And I was laying in, the, in this jungle, like up against a tree. And all these things were exploding all around me. And I was burned. Like, you know, it was terrible. And then someone came along and shot me from, from my lower right all the way up to my upper left, just like that. And I remember it like it was yesterday. I remember that whole scene. And then, but the visions, the visions, it wasn't just like a remembering. I'm remembering the visions that I had. Isn't that crazy? So check this out. I'm at this museum a few years ago, uh, uh, you know, airplane museum, right? Hell Airplane helicopters. I mean, there was all kinds of stuff. <clears throat> Elmira, New York. Awesome place. Not not Elmira. <laughs> the don't quote me. <laughs> the museum there. There, you know, wings. It's called wings over or whatever. It's by the Elmira Airport. <clears throat> Look it up. Awesome place. It really is actually an awesome place. So I'm walking through there, right? I like to go through these places with a camera. And and sometimes a wide angle lens and kind of get some cool images and whatever. You now they have a ton of ton of stuff there. I'm walking through there. I'm walking past one of these big ass helicopters, you know, that they use in in Vietnam. And I'm looking inside, and I'm like, man, like I felt I felt like I could get in that thing and and turn it on and take off, like I knew. And I, I've never flown a helicopter. You know, a video game, something, something like that. But in real, the real world, I've never flown a helicopter, but I feel like I know what to do, right? It's okay. It's just weird feeling, that type of thing. You know, I looked around, whatever, and I walked past it, <clears throat> and I wanted to get a shot of the front of it, and uh, I wanted to get to a certain place where I can get a good shot. And just when I saw that thing, the 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 markings on it whatever man it just it just hit me it hit me it like i was like whoa this is crazy you know i didn't know why it had that kind of an effect on me i was like wow man it it was as familiar as like my car in the parking lot like you know what i mean like just something that you're connected to that you you know of i, I don't know it was weird so i just make a note of it Think about it and and move on, you know, to, to know more about yourself. Maybe that's 
maybe that's how it happened. You know, it's, it's plausible, right? If you believe in, in reincarnation, it's absolutely plausible. So, and I've heard all kinds of stories from friends about things, things that they've experienced when they were young, all different stories. It's just interesting how it all kind of comes together, you know, when when you start putting the timelines together and then yeah it, it could be so there was this uh, detective in atlanta and you know police detective a lot of years he, he said he found himself at gettysburg he found himself uh that he was a soldier who fought there and died there then he traced back the name of the soldier and it was the same region that he lived in down in georgia this dude his whole family's from there, and uh, it's one of his old family names. And he pulled up the picture, he got a picture of this dude, and it looked just like him, except the guy, the picture, a big long mustache and beard. And it's just when you have so much information and you put it all together, you gotta say, wow, this is really interesting stuff. You know, I mean, people can make all kinds of claims. I could make claims, you can make claims. Uh, we could talk about our experiences and what what has affected us and what what not. But to go out and actually find someone who who you believe is you, it's all familiar to him. Who's to say? Who's to say that that part that gets clamped off uh, doesn't leak something through? <laughs> you know, what do you think those kids are born? They they can be four years old, five years old, and and play the piano like a bird, you know, virtuoso, right? Grab a violin, do their thing. Amazing talents and abilities. Think it just happens? You think that's just the human brain getting jump started? You know, how do you jump start abilities? It sounds like to me that these abilities are brought over. And if they could be brought over, other things can too. Emotions, right? The feeling of things. So, so if you're quirky and weird, good, good for you. That's what I say. You're a robot in a in a, a meat puppet suit, living a life, doing your thing, right? That meat puppet suit goes, and your energy goes to another one, right? Maybe maybe that's the Milky Way, big vagina in the sky, man. You know what I mean? <laughs> so you gotta look at it like that. Look up there. What do you see? I see a way out of this place. Way out. I don't know. You know, I mean, as a lot of these people that the scientists have followed, uh, that, you know, kids who remember their past lives, and they followed them for years and years and years, you know, and collected all these stories from them. Some of them were, were just like, I, I remember dying and, you know, coming back just like minutes later, being born, right? The story of Lou Gehrig, I mean, that dude, the, the kid, who was the kid who thinks he was Lou Gehrig, had intimate stories and details about Lou Gehrig. Where does that come from when you're a little kid? You know, yeah, if, if they're trying to hoax and the family's trying to hoax, sure, you can come up with all kinds of info. But it's the reality of, of this kid, like the kid's amazing baseball player, for instance, and He's got the infinity of baseball, and he said that his mother was actually his mother in, in his real life. So I, I don't believe that these stories come from nowhere, just from this kid making it up. And we have this thing, you know what? 
It's a lot of information, like the, the bomber pilot. The one, he had too much information about his squadron, about the plane, his name, his wife's name, his kid's name. Imagine that. You're five years old and you show up at your wife's house. <laughs> but I mean, this this guy said he that he remembered these things from like World War II. So it took him a while, right? And apparently that transition, sometimes it could happen right away. Sometimes it can't. Depends. I don't know. I don't make the rules. So I don't, I don't know. I'm just exploring this like the rest of you. That's the... That's the beauty of it. You know, I never walk away from a show not learning something. And I really get into the research. So just to let you know. Number five. Answers about physical and emotional health are finally revealed. So some of your recurring emotional states and physical conditions can be explained by past lives. If you tend to have an arthritis in one knee, but not the other, not in any other joints, a past life dream could reveal an injury or violence that happened to that side of your body or that exact place. A quick temper in this life, a constant sense of financial doom, uh, or a tendency for being generous to a fault might find its origins from a dream. If you find that you're under, you understand something about your body or emotions that you didn't know before, it's likely that you've had a past life dream. All right. You may even have a dream about being wounded, injured, or affected in some way that directly relates to an experience in your waking life. Bang! There you go. This is an indication of tra tapping into a past life experience that is also tied to your present. Ah, number six, your spiritual issues are revealed. Like calling Miss Cleo. Yes, yes, darling. Miss Cleo, oh, is my girlfriend cheating on me? Yes, man, she's cheating on you, oh God. She went 15 months during the day, 20 months during the night while you're working hard to give her money so she can buy stuff. Dumbass. I got to pay $3.99 a minute for that. <laughs> yeah. All right. It's <laughs> so, all right. People, people feel confused about why they can't be happy sometimes, for instance. You know, like everyone seems to be, it seems like these days. That seems to be a growing thing. Oh, no, I can't be happy. You find, find the things you like, man, and do it. You know what? Find the things you like and do it. Like Miss Cleo just said, find the things you like and do it. Right? Whatever, whatever that is. Your doctor asks you, you got any hobbies? You can say porno. It doesn't matter. Because it's a hobby and an activity, technically speaking. So it's about you. And it's not about people judging you, not about people not telling you what to do, not about this and you know what your problem is and whatever. Oh man, you just need to focus on being the best person you can be in the skin that you're in. And volunteer or help people do things. Have a purpose. What's your purpose? You ever ask yourself, what's my purpose? I mean, my purpose is to uh, eat pizza, apparently. <laughs> my purpose. I mean, really, I think about it, you think about it, we all do. Life 
back in the day, life was different. People went out, had to have their farm. Otherwise, they weren't going to eat. You know those people out there saying, go green, go green, and all that? Yeah, they're, they're using their iPhones and sitting in air conditioning and having their food delivered saying all that. You want to go green? Go outside and grow your food, right? You go outside, grow your food for next year. Get out there and get into the elements. Dig in the dirt. Then that's that's going green. That's understanding something different. So that's these people. So they have a spiritual toilet going on in their past lives, all right? And, and unhealed issues, karmic dreams of of what they they need to fix. You know, and then you know what? We all experience trauma in all of our lives in every every life. And, you know what I mean? Like, man, if I had a list together, and uh, it can also turn up in your current life as uh, one of your problems, as something that you're prone to do, or something that you go in, go in direction. And the only thing I can say in my own personal experiences, when you have something like that, you need something bigger that can kick its ass. You need something more powerful that can take control. And you know what that is? That's the power of God. I'm going to say God because it's inside of you, not, not what they preach. I'm talking about you and your connection to the universe, right? You're the universe's baby. And it's right, spinning on a molten ball, flying through space at 108,000 miles an hour, expanding. <laughs> and look who's in charge. So did I just ruin your day? Hope not. Hope not, because you're compartmentalizing. All that stuff doesn't matter, remember? Remember? It's just a stupid show that's on TV. <laughs> that's what I feel like. When I see all these people out there, politicians or whatever, really spouting it off, fighting it off, it's just a stupid show on TV. And Twitter, Twitter has, has become like a level of hell. You know, in Dante's Inferno, there's all these different levels. Twitter, I, you got to tuck Twitter in there somewhere, right? A little third of the way down or something. Twitter. It's just a place people go in there and fight. I don't know who walks away from that feeling good in their stomach. Uh -huh. So, number seven, lucky number seven. How about uh, the dreams just feel different? You know that they're different. When all is said and done, sometimes you know that it's a past life dream because it feels incredibly different than your other dreams. You wake up and you know that it was important and you don't forget any single part of it. And the symbols are distinct in your mind. Had that dream, don't buy the chicken. Don't buy the chicken, get the beef. Don't buy the chicken. And I bought the chicken and got sick. <laughs> Moo. No. All right. And then you get into kinds of past life memories. Uh, we don't have a ton of time, but... Let's see, like unconscious memories, right? The most common memories of past lives are those you're unconsciously aware of having because those memories are revealed in very subtle ways. For example, specific dislikes that have no basics in your current life may just be from a past life or event or emotional response to that event. The kind of reaction, whether it's an emotional or physical one, can often leave you. You know, you know I've seen that. I've seen people have crazy reactions like insane and they don't even know what happened nancy my friend nancy 
we were all hanging out. It was high school and I was driving and uh, I was in my mom's Lincoln <laughs> using it for the day and taking it to the car wash as a great son that I am and was. And I had a uh, friend Wendy and Nancy as one Heidi and my friend Bobby. As a matter of fact, all of us in the car. And then I said, I got to get the car washed. And we went to the car wash. And then going through the car wash, Nancy, who's sitting in the back seat, just screaming at the top of her lungs, out of control, screaming. Like, we were like, what the hell's going on? It wasn't like she was on something. I mean, no one took anything, as far as I knew, you know, or they didn't offer anything to me. <laughs> if they did. <laughs> and I'm like, what the hell's going on? And you know what? She had no recollection of that 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 happening you know she didn't remember it we're all saying that it happened you know in no cell phones back then people didn't record things immediately and release it to the universe and to this day she's like i have no idea but she doesn't go into car washes so so whatever happened to her in her past life in a car wash was must have been pretty bad maybe she worked in one i don't know i don't know Examples of past life residue memory, like uh, a woman having a very strong physical reaction to the taste or scent of lemon. You know, but sometimes that stuff is just chemical on your body. There are things that remind me. There's a certain cologne that I, I will not name that reminds me of uh, two of the most evil people in my life, which was my step-grandfather and my father. Yeah, and they both wore it. Interestingly enough, when I smell that, it makes me think of them. And it's not its not a good energy, not a good feeling. So I'm probably going to carry that through. How many past next lives? I'm going to smell some cologne on someone and flip out. Ah, you bastard. <laughs> so I don't know. You have to confront your demons. You have to rise above them. Demons don't like it when you rise above and you show them that you're a bigger, you're better, you're more evolved, and you want to get away. It doesn't matter what it is. It could be an addiction. Maybe you're addicted addicted to cannolis, right? Goddamn cannoli addiction. I hate it. <laughs> I'm toking on those cannolis. I'm sucking out the cream first. I'm serious, though. Cannoli can be an addiction. A lot of things can anything can anything in, in excess, right? People smoking cigarettes, huffing on cigarettes. I knew somebody who's huffing on cigarettes and they're talking, laughing about other people and their addictions. Now, what are you doing? You think that cancer stick you'd suck it on? It's going to be a health food. So, whatever. Whatever you are is what you are. Wherever you go is where is where you are. <laughs> How's that? As for your dreams, Write them down. Understand more about them. As for me, I'm going to end the show. Hope you had a lovely time on United Public Radio Network, UPRNTalkRadio.com. Discovery Paranormal. Discovery Paranormal. See you next week. Bye.